Hello, everyone. Welcome to Campus Safety Voices. I'm Robin Hattersley from Campus Safety Magazine. At the beginning of March 2020, while the rest of the world was grappling with the emerging COVID-19 pandemic, Tennessee State University was dealt another serious blow. An EF3 tornado tore through the area and hit Tennessee State's campus directly. It's estimated the twister cost the university more than $20 million. So, in addition to having to address the pandemic, Tennessee State University Director of Emergency Management, Thomas Graham, who is also one of this year's Campus Safety Director of the Year finalists, had to deal with the aftermath of the severe tornado strike. But Thomas was up to the challenge. He quickly organized a team of colleagues and more than 400 volunteers to assist with the cleanup. In my interview, Thomas describes his and Tennessee State's experience before, during, and after this ordeal. So, here's my interview with Thomas Graham. Enjoy the show. So, please describe what happened when the EF3 tornado struck your campus. That was back in March of 2020, correct? Correct. Uh, so we received the call from our, our campus dispatch uh, that we had had a direct impact from the tornado. Uh, and when our team got on site, it was very difficult to see the devastation that uh, was left by the tornado. Um, but as daybreak um, came upon us, we, we were able to see just this devastation. Um, around our agricultural research facilities. Uh, we have several facilities that were completely destroyed. Uh, we had we have um, research animals such as goats uh, and some other animals around the, the campus that uh, our faculty research and, and, and really study uh, that were some were missing. Um, we, we had research in the facilities that were completely destroyed. Um, it was very devastating. It was very hard. You know, a lot of our faculty members uh, spent years of, of researching these uh, animals and plants and things of that nature. And for it to be gone overnight, I think really devastated them. And I've read that there was about $20 million worth of damage. Is that correct? Uh, that That is, we're still assessing. Uh, the process is, is steady going up. Uh, so, so we don't know exactly what that number is going to be. Uh, you know, as, as we are, as we are recovering. Um, but I will say that the research that we lost was priceless and, um, and, and just years of research that, that we probably will never be able to get back. Um, so, so yeah. That's rough. I'm really sorry to hear about that. How much time did you have to prepare for the tornado and what did you do to prepare for it? If anything, if you could, you know, so, so being in Nashville, um, we knew that our, our one of our top threats was severe weather, and we, we tried to plan accordingly. Uh, we had made several preparations, such as becoming a storm-ready institution through the National Weather Service. Um, we, we drilled uh, annually and, and really talked about what severe weather, could how that could impact our campus. Um, and so we, we really focused in on how to prepare and respond to it. Um, once we were impacted by the tornado, our response uh, with our partners from the city of Nashville, um, the state um, emergency management office uh, was really coordinated. And we were able to really get boots on the ground and start the, the response piece. Um, our volunteers uh, were there as soon as day broke. And um, 
you know, we, we really try to begin the recovery piece as, as soon as possible. So what did you do actually during the, the tornado? Uh, were, you guys, were you guys hunkered down and did you evacuate the campus? What did you do? So, so once the National Weather Service uh, issued the tornado warning, uh, our, our campus, along with the city of Nashville, immediately notified the community um, and our community took appropriate action. Um, we, we were blessed. Uh, some of our students had begun the process of spring break. So, um, and the tornado did devastate uh, the area which was located near our, our campus housing uh, apartment complex. Uh, gratefully, it did not um, take a hit on uh, impact from the tornado. However, they did uh, sustain major uh, roof damage. Um, but a lot of our students, again, were out uh, prepping for spring break. And so that was a blessing for the institution that a lot of the students had started the process of, of going home for spring break. Um, our students uh, kind of have an understanding of what to do. A lot of our students come from the Southern region. And so they, they are aware of severe weather and they kind of understand what the expectations are. Uh, but we try to also uh, talk with our students uh, once they arrive at the campus and move into the dormitories of what the expectations of emergency preparedness looks like and how to prepare for, for situations such as the severe weather that could lead to a tornado. So was, was anyone hurt? No, uh, gratefully we did not have any um, human um, injuries or casualties. Uh, we did uh, have uh, some, one of our research animals uh, end up not surviving. And, um, and as day broke, uh, we did, I'm not sure if you've uh, seen in the news, but we did have the delivery of one of our, our research animals, uh, one that was uh, with animal, <laughs> uh, did, did give birth the, the day of the tornado. So now you were able to rally more than 400 volunteers to help with the cleanup. And how were you able to do that? And did you have a planning place before the tornado struck so you could quickly call up the volunteers or was it done on the fly? So so great thing about our institution is that we, we often call on volunteers from an alums, from, from fellow students and fellow faculty members, fellow staff members to participate in, in a lot of our events. And so when we, we use our same planning design that we would have used for a large event on campus, such as a commencement or a football game. We kind of used it as the basis of our planning. Uh, our, our alums are very engaged. And, and once news broke that we had been hit, they were ready to jump at the, at, you know, at the effort to aid the institution in recovery. Um, and so just being able to use uh, our, our current systems that we already had in place with our, our campus community service initiative, uh, as well as our alums and, and, and their willingness to jump in and help uh, really aided the institution in, in, in aligning our volunteers to come in and, and really help get the university um, back on, the, on a good footing to start the recovery process. So what did the volunteers actually do uh, uh, during the cleanup efforts and how did you organize them? So, so the way we organized it is we, we identified a location where all volunteers can check in. 
we really wanted to document everyone who came in to assure that they understood the area that they were going in was hazardous, uh, as well as making sure that we, we had a, a proper documentation of everybody in the area. Um, for, for different reasons, security reasons, as well as just making sure anybody going in that we could account for those individuals. Uh, once they checked in, we then bust them over to the area that was uh, severely impacted and they were put into different groups. And those groups went throughout the, throughout the area and kind of picked up debris uh, that, were, that were left from the, the destroyed facilities as well as some of the other things that needed to be done um, right away to aid in the recovery of the institution. So do you have any advice for other campuses facing emergencies and how to recruit and manage volunteers who wanna help? So my advice to other institutions who, who, have, uh, who, who are looking to develop a, a volunteer plan is, is to plan for everything. Uh, one thing that we, we had planned for, but we were kinda uh, unprepared for uh, was the, the the donation piece. When I say donations, I'm, I'm talking more food. Uh, so we had so many volunteers and so many people were there. We were, uh, our, our catering and our dining services here on campus provided um, donations of meals for lunch for the volunteers. But we also started receiving a lot of food from other businesses in the area who were um, just wanting to help. And uh, just being able to identify, you know, areas to feed. Um, and then, you know, we, we were in the midst of COVID. And so we, we were uncertain at that time of, 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 of a lot of information about COVID. But what we knew was that, you know, things were happening and that we needed to take some safety precautions. So, um, you know, we, we, were, we were monitoring in the COVID situation as well as monitoring uh, our, our, our tornado response. And so, um, you know, it was, it was unprecedented to see such, you know, um, two disasters happening simultaneously and trying to coordinate both. Um, so so I, my, my advice to other institutions would, you know, really try to plan for the unexpected um, and, and really take a look at your resources that you have uh, do not shy away from the students. Our, our student uh, population were great. I mean, they they were really ready to get back and volunteer. Uh, we had student groups who kind of cut their spring break short to come back and help uh, clean up. Um, and our alums, you know, our alums were were trying to get to campus from all across the, the nation, and they were really trying to get in to make sure the institution had resources that they that, that was needed to respond. So, so the resource piece is, is very key and I would advise anyone to really make sure that your resource accountability piece is up to date and, and making sure that you, know, you have a plan to account for your resources. When you bring up a really good point that this tornado happened right at the beginning of when everything was starting to shut down, yeah. it, that must've thrown some really weird curveballs. Do you have any examples? So as we were preparing for, um, uh, as we were preparing for our, our tornado response, you know, we were also watching the numbers in, in different areas of with COVID started to rise, and it really started to begin to really concern us. Um, just because you know we we had no idea of what COVID would turn into. 
Um, and with the uncertainty of, of COVID and the response of the tornado, our resources were stretched completely thin. I mean, we, we were to the point where our team was divided. One section kind of really took head on with COVID. The other section took head on with the tornado response. And we just tried to really help each other out where we saw that, you know, we were, we were lacking. But I will say that our administration uh, from our president down to our chief of staff were very um, hands-on and making sure that we had the, had the resources we needed to properly respond. Um, and, and that was key. Uh, they did not say no to anything that was needed. They really found a way to make sure that the response from the tornado was done appropriately. They found a way to make sure that we could monitor and, and, and start the planning process for COVID as well. Um, so that, that, that I think was the, the key to our success was our administration. Our, our, our university president really took it serious. Uh, our chief of staff of the, of the institution really took it serious and they, they really asked us, you know, what do you guys need? And, and they really jumped in um, and really helped. I mean, really helped. Uh, our chief of staff has a has an emergency management background and, and that really aided us in our response. Anything else you'd like to add? I would say that, you know, the administration uh, probably played the most important part in our response uh, because they're because of their understanding and their preparedness uh, of, of emergency management really aided us in our response. They understood things that we were talking about when we were able to, to bring everybody together and talk about our recovery. Um, just understanding and, and being hands-on really aided us in making sure that we, we our policies were followed to the T, uh, making sure that resources were provided. Um, and, you know, and I, and I can't say enough great things about the, the coordination of the Tennessee Emergency Management Agency, um, Director Sheehan, uh, him and his staff really uh, jumped in and, and, and offered any resources that we would need from the governor's office. Uh, that that relationship part is is the most important part, um, you know. And, and we we often pride ourselves on our relationship with our our state partners and our local partners. Uh, but you know, when we needed them, they were there. And I really would like to credit the relationship that we have had and built over the years. They understood where um, where we where we came from, and they understood our challenges and our needs. And they were able to really aid us in those areas to really ensure that we were prepared um, for the recovery part of this. Thomas, thank you so much. Thank you.